Australia's premier user experience design conference. This is UX Australia 2018. Samantha Soma is an independent design facilitator and coach and one of the many speakers and facilitators here at UX Australia 2018. Samantha, welcome. Thank you so much. Hello. What are you loving about UX Australia 2018? Well, this is my third UX Australia, and what I love about this content is it seems to highlight the best of the best, and um, it's at a beautiful place with a lot of incredibly warm and talented people, so I'm always delighted to come. Do you find when you attend conferences of this magnitude that you're learning from other people as well? A hundred percent, absolutely. Even... People who I may have uh, seen or heard of before, there's always something new that the venue or the content or the people bring out in it. So I'm always there taking notes, paying good attention and learning a lot. Learning a lot indeed, because it's an industry or it's a sector that's forever changing. I mean, tomorrow something um, quite creative could emerge from any speaking session or from any delegate who comes up with a, a different approach to a project. Yes, absolutely. And the other important thing is that context is always such a key driver. So anytime you change the context, you increase the learning. Your workshop uh, as part of UX Australia was on feedback. Is this giving feedback, receiving feedback or or both? It's both of them. And I think um, where it differs from the typical design critique is that it's the interpersonal human-to-human feedback where being truthful can can help us make each other better, Um, not just as better designers, but as better colleagues, as better collaborators, as better leaders, um, as better partners. Why are so many people frightened of feedback or seek feedback from their boss or from a community or from a group, wherever they might be? I think, um, first of all, we require feedback. Uh, Feedback is a mirror that lets us know how we're doing. And um, for that reason, it it can be a little scary because we might not always wish to know or we might be afraid of what we might find out. But my belief is without that reverb, without that feedback, literally, you have no way of knowing how you're hitting. Uh, yeah. And so your role as, uh, as an independent design facilitator and coach, you work with individuals or groups on the skills to provide feedback, effective feedback, so that you get the desired uh, outcome that you want. Yes, absolutely. My goal is to help people understand themselves and each other better and, more importantly, help them to identify what they have in common and what those shared goals and opportunities might be so that they can work together toward that realization. Let's take a scenario and look at some of the steps that one would go through to help them with providing or receiving better feedback. So I think the first thing is to ask better questions and pay close attention to those answers. And the second thing is when you are asked a question, to ask yourself what the question beneath the question is so that you might reply with a factual response and then follow that up with why is this information important to you so that you can add um, depth or complexity or context as would benefit the person who asked the question. 
So can you walk us through a scenario or give us an example of what someone might ask and by taking a different approach, what might be a better way of framing it? Sure. So let's say we are talking about software development and I'm an engineer and I ask you, what is the protocol that you use? And um, I'm not an engineer, so let's say I answer with a specific type of protocol, full stop. That tells the engineer one thing, but what you don't know is that the engineer has five protocols that they need. You've given them one, and that might be the one that is their least favorite or the most vulnerable. And without asking why is this information about protocols useful to you, you will have lost an opportunity to dig deeper into something that could have made your product stronger, more secure, and better. That's really interesting. And I also find, too, that when you are working with people from other sectors, Mm -hmm. their brain is wired differently. You've got engineers who are wired in a specific way, and then you have creative talent. Not that engineers aren't creative. They're creative in their own way. But then you have designers that take a very different approach to their thinking which is a terrific thing and you have to communicate in specific ways so they can comprehend what it is that you're trying to convey yeah I completely agree and one of the the things I'm really glad you said or you brought that up is because I am quite clear at the beginning of many meetings that I facilitate that I may be an expert in facilitation, but I am not an expert in your domain. And so I may ask what appear to be stupid questions. In some cases, I may actually know the answer, but I want to know how you explain that answer for myself and also for the benefit of the room so that we all have that same understanding and can go forward with it. And as part of the workshop here at UX Australia, what, what feedback did you get from those who attended your workshops? What, were they, what did they love? What did they learn from you? Sure. So I really weighted heavily the uh, ability to prototype these types of feedback conversations. So 80% of the workshop was really the participants speaking to each other over time, practicing these conversations uh, in increasing Uh, complexity and risk uh, with each other over time so that they could then go back to work, um, set up to have these important conversations that they've been wanting and needing to have, but have not been able to practice with a uh, thoughtful partner who can help them realize how what they are saying was received and maybe give them other ways to express those things that might be um, better understood by their um, teammate. It's an interesting point uh, and, uh, and one that I'm sure everyone walked away feeling um, supercharged about. Do you also work in the area of emailing? Because people are communicating in so many ways today and I find that you have to be very careful in how you raise a question or, or respond to a particular comment because people read text and interpret it in their own way. So do you work with, you work with companies on, on kind of the text side of feedback? Um, as a matter of fact, my master's thesis in conflict resolution studied online communication. And one of the discoveries that I made was that online conflict escalates precisely because people merely quote and then respond without ever expressing 
their interpretation of that content. And so what I always ask people to do is, first of all, speak person to person. And second of all, if that's not possible, don't merely slap in what you want to respond to, but rather augment that with your interpretation of what was said and then your response so that the speaker, the original speaker, has the opportunity to correct you if you were wrong or understand your interpretation of their words and respond accordingly. Because I find that whether you're emailing or providing feedback to an individual or group of people, you can tell, can't you, when someone has misinterpreted what you've said or uh, suddenly they put their guard up and there begins the process of um, miscommunication. And that's when office politics begins and people leave or a project is is stalled or whatever the situation might be. But you're saying that by simply rephrasing your question, that is the pathway to getting the outcomes and getting good outcomes for everyone who's associated. Exactly. Um, Without taking a pause, taking a moment uh, to calm your amygdala down because the research shows that if you are emotionally triggered, you are not able to be thoughtful and intelligent as you normally are. So taking that pause and restating your interpretation so that when you do speak, you're speaking clearly is the most beneficial thing you can do. What, um, what was the work that you did with GE? I was a design facilitator for uh, GE Digital, and I worked with all of GE's business verticals, so healthcare, power, water, transportation, and um, that required that I had to be a good translator of domains that were not my own so that I could help uh, these two maybe opposing teams um, become one team and move forward together. So you're not only a facilitator, you're a mediator at times. Uh, yes, yes. I, I did some divorce and family mediation before I joined GE. And like you, everyone laughs when I say that and they say, we need you on my team. Well, and rightly so too. What are you going to take away from, from UX Australia, not only through the work, through your workshop, because I would imagine that every workshop is different because you have such interesting people each time, mm-hmm. but from those you've met and what you've been hearing? Um, again, I think it's, it's a renewed appreciation for how much there still is to learn and um, how many wonderful people are in the field who I haven't had the opportunity to meet before. So I'm looking forward to keeping these connections going when I return stateside and um, re-encountering people again and again over time. Well, enjoy the rest of your time at UX Australia and, and keep up the great work that you're doing. And thanks so much for joining us as part of this podcast. Thank you so much.